Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to a brand new day with Stephanie J. I am excited today just to have another opportunity to be alive. I don't know about you. I don't know where you are at this moment. I don't even know who you are. And it doesn't matter if you are alive, if you are hearing my voice, then like myself, you should be rejoicing as I usually open up with the scripture in Psalm 118 verse 24 that says, this is the day that the Lord has made. I shall rejoice and be glad in it. And I don't know about you, but I am rejoicing. In fact, I've been rejoicing all week long, all morning long. I was up and out, had to be out of the house early this morning and had to go and take care of some things. And then this afternoon, I'm headed back home and actually... I'm not playing my theme. This is a song off of my son's SoundCloud page entitled Strawberry Lemonade. And don't you know that this is the type of weather for some nice, cool lemonade. I just couldn't resist it. I couldn't help it. Not even really doing sugary drinks and things like that. But I saw a bottle that just looked too delicious to leave on the shelf. So I just picked me up some strawberry lemonade and I was in such a mood to hear this instrumental on his page, S-M-N-S entitled Strawberry Lemonade. So I'm not going to be long. I have some classwork and some other things to get to on this beautiful Friday. But I had some things just running through my mind all day and and then actually on yesterday. But it just so happened I was looking for a recording. Anyone who does music or speaks or does podcasting and things like that, we have a tendency, especially people who write, people who write poetry, lyrics and things of this nature. And I've been doing it for many years So when ideas come to you, they just seem to come at crazy times, sometimes wee hours in the morning and you may not always, I'm going to have to play that again. You may not always feel like grabbing a pen and pencil. So I usually grab, you know, grab one of my devices and I'll, you know, uh, record on, you know, my recorder 
And I had several, several recordings and I cleaned them out a little while ago. And I looked at the list today and it was still very long. And so I went on with intentions of looking for a particular recording and they're not labeled. So I just decided, you know what, let me go through this list again and I'll get rid of anything, you know, that's not essential. And so I actually I found the recording I was looking for. But then I remembered that I had some really lengthy recordings that I needed to see if I you know, needed to keep them or not. More than 50, I'll say 50 to 70 percent are song ideas. And, you know, I'll just record them and, you know, keep them for, you know, a later time or whatever. And so I had a few recordings that were very lengthy. And when I listened to them, you know, some of them were from uh, prayer lines, you know, recordings like that when we were having. um, Oh, my goodness. There's a a prayer line out in California. I've been been a part of them for about eight or more years. And so we'd have very, very lengthy prayer calls on Thursday mornings. It started at 5 a.m. And a lot of times I was asked to speak or pretty much every time I was on the line, I'd be asked to sing or, you know, we'd be sharing, you know, uh, words of encouragement with each other, scriptures and things like that. And so through the years, I've recorded bits and pieces of a lot of these calls. Even, you know, when my son Christian was on, a few times my husband was on, we sang and stuff like that. So a lot of that stuff I like to keep on, you know, my phone. And as I was looking for, you know, and listening to, I heard a few that I'd forgotten about. So I sat and I listened for a little bit. They were shorter. And then I clicked on one that was about an hour long. And so I wanted to see the content. And it started off with, you know, my son talking. And it actually was a children's uh, prayer call on a, a Thursday morning. And so my son spoke. There were other children who spoke and, you know, read scriptures and things of this nature. And so after my son finished... Uh, the person who does the line, her daughter, who's also named Stephanie, on the line, you know, knew that I would be on since my son was on. And she was like, girl, I was thinking about this song. And I was like, oh, I, w- I hope somebody comes online that can sing. She said, then I heard Christian's voice. Can you do for every mountain? And um, I ended up singing the song, but I talked a little bit. And I was just listening to a lot of that prayer call. Now, this was back in 2019. And it was interesting because I was talking about, you know, getting ready to do my podcast and, you know, some other things that were still pretty new at the time. I even mentioned that, you know, Christian would be starting his YouTube channel soon. And I think about a year later or so. He started his channel and his channel is up and running and it is doing extremely well. He has many videos that have gone uh, viral, just 
a lot of views, a lot of support. And I talked about, you know, my books and some things that were in the works. So while I was sitting there listening to that, I was saying, okay, wow, that's great. You know, because I'm happy to be reminded of things that I was planning to do. And remember, all of this is around COVID time. We know that uh, a lot of things stopped. A lot of things slowed up. A lot of things changed. A lot has happened. You know, and sometimes we forget. (laughs) You know, we don't always have things to um, mark milestones. But I looked at the date. It was September, you know, 2019. And so, in fact, it was September the 17th, 2019. So I'm listening to all this and I'm just checking off things mentally. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. So I did that. Mm, Okay. So yeah, that happened and things like that. Well, I told them on the line and the line, you know, people all over the place, all over the world, even people were calling from Africa and, you know, various places, but I was sharing this particular morning about an incident that just happened and I was sitting there amazed like my goodness you know it is so good to remember the things that you know God has done for us just in general it's good to do that you hear a lot of people talking about gratitude and being grateful and all of that but I had an incident that I had kind of forgotten about where um I had gone over to my bank, which one of my banks is right across from our Walmart here. And I I withdrew $300 and I put it in my bag and I went to Walmart to pick up a few items. And then when I got to the store, it was super crowded. It was so crowded that there were no grocery carts or anything around. So we were walking around you know, just kind of carrying a few things. I I knew I didn't have to get a lot. And I had my black leather bag on my shoulder. Well, when we got back to the line, I'm going to say probably 15, 20 minutes, it was packed. And so we were in the self-checkout line. And when I got up and I started bringing my stuff, when it was time to pay, I was looking around for my purse. And I'm like, where's my purse? So my son's just looking at me. I don't know where your purse is. So I'm like, wait a minute. And I mean, when I say it was crowded, I mean, the store was packed. And let me correct something. The first, um, the first recording was September. The second recording was December 26, uh, 2019. And so the incident happened on Christmas Eve. And then I was telling them about it at this particular time on this recording. So let me get my date straight because I did listen to a few recordings. So the store was unbelievably packed, you know, because it was, you know, holiday time. And I even said in the recording, I knew that I just was running in because I was not coming back out to the store for anything. And so we stood in a long line and I get there. And then I realize that I don't have my purse. So I'm looking all around frantically. And then a lady comes and she's like, is everything okay? I said, I, I, I don't have my purse, my money, everything is gone. And so I told my son, I said, stay right here. 
and I went to walk and my mind is just in a haze now because I'm like, oh my gosh, the store is packed. I dropped my purse somewhere. Not only did I have, you know, my debit cards and, you know, my IDs and, you know, I had just taken 300 cash out and I, and I'm thinking about, and I didn't realize my iPhone was in the bag, probably my tablet, you know, I'm just frantic now. And then as I was walking away thinking, okay, I'll try to backtrack some of the places as best as I could. Man, we were all the way at the back of the store and over in this area. And I said, oh my gosh, I wouldn't, if somebody found that purse by now, you know, I couldn't go to the front desk and say, you know, if anybody has seen a black purse, I, I don't want to alert people. I'm, all this is going through my mind. So before I could even get through the long line of people to walk back out, I just turned around already feeling hopeless, already feeling defeated. Like, oh my goodness, how in the world did I just drop my purse? Didn't even realize it. I'm, I'm about to go through it for real, right? All of a sudden, and I'm, I'm telling this story, and boy, it just bubbled up in me, boy. I had I already had a lot of energy. I was out early this morning enjoying the beautiful breeze and the weather, and I'm just driving, and I'm listening to worship music, and, you know, I'm, I'm already having a good time, but I can't tell you something just came over me just being reminded of this story. Man, I, I had so much joy bubble up, so much uh, gratitude and thanksgiving for something that God did a few years ago, right? And so I'm listening to this, and that's when I thought, okay, I'll sign on and do a short podcast before I, you know, get into more things once I get home. And so as I was coming through the line, it was like my eyes were being directed, and I looked right over on top of a soda case. I was nowhere near there. It was a soda case. We went to a few registers over and I looked and on top of it, my bag was thrown on top of that soda case. And I rushed over there. It was people all around. The registers full carts in the way. My bag was open. So I still remember that feeling like, oh my gosh, they probably took my wallet, took my phone and everything and just left my bag on top. I opened up that bag as I was walking back over to the register where my son was waiting. And I looked down and I just said, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Like right in the middle of the floor. So the lady came up. She said, did you find it? Did you find your purse? You know, she was an African woman. I said, thank you, Jesus. She said, yes, thank you. Thank you. I said, ma'am, I found it. And I looked down and I put my hand down because I put the money underneath um, something in my purse at the bottom. My wallet was there. My iPhone was there. Everything was there, including the $300 that I had just withdrawn. And all I could do was just think, I was like, thank you, Jesus. Oh my God. Thank you, Lord. Like this could have turned the other way. And I can remember, Phil, that I immediately called my husband who was at work and I was telling him, he was like, what's going on? What's going on? He thought something was really wrong. And I said, oh, something could have really been wrong. And I told him, he said, wow, that is just great. And I'm, 
just, you know, I get the rest of my stuff and, you know, I, I was going through it for a while. Like, oh my goodness. Oh God. Somebody would have been real happy finding that purse. And I, I just couldn't understand how in the world I could lose my purse in the first place. I've been all over this store, different sections. We're picking up stuff and get back. And somehow my purse is up there almost as if it was waiting on me. And so I wanted to share that. No really um, particular reason, but just to encourage somebody because I know sometimes we go through what seems like impossible situations. Things happen. You know, things are happening all around us. Things have happened in our lives. I can remember situations that did not turn out so great. And I was thinking this is right before Christmas. I would have had a pretty down in the dumps you know, time or whatever, just thinking about it, but I would have gotten over it. It wasn't the whole sum of what I had. I had money in a bank. In fact, I had two bank accounts, which I still have. You know, my husband still works his full-time job. I get money all the time. I'm doing my bit. It wasn't even about that. It wasn't about the money. It wasn't even about the phone because I ended up upgrading and getting a new phone. Um, not long after it, I have two phones, I have a tablet, I have a laptop. I mean, I have everything that I need. So it is not even about that. It's just about, and I said it on a prayer line. I said, you know, even if someone had gotten all that stuff, I said, yes, I'm sure I would have been down and out for a minute, but I would have got over it because I still would have realized as I do today sitting here, in 2022, that no matter what, God is good. He's faithful. But I'm so glad to be able to hear that recording today on a day when, you know what? I can use encouragement like David. I can think about David after he defeated Goliath. And it, it talks about there was another story and situation going on. But it says, you know, um, the priest gave David the sword that he used for Goliath. And, you know, they said David went and he hung it in his tent. I'm sure every time he walked in that tent, he thought back to and he had to reflect back on this is a battle in my life that looked hopeless. Nobody around me, including the king who was cowering, nobody around me thought that this little ruddy boy could defeat this giant that was scaring the heck out of the entire Israelite camp. And here he goes out with uh, 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 stones and a bow, a slingshot against the giant. And so every time he looked at that, he was reminded of that victory. And that's how I felt this morning. Like, wow, I forgot about that. But I had to say thank you again. Thank you for not allowing that to go that way. And then also enabling me on that day, on that line, to give that testimony and encourage so many people who were going through. And so then as, you know, time went on, I continued to listen. I never did get around to what I was initially uh, looking for until probably about two hours later. I heard maybe about five minutes of it. At that point, it wasn't even that important because I got so excited just listening to these, you know, recordings off this prayer line. And then 
when it was about to shift after, you know, Stephanie said a few more things and, um, a young lady jumped on and I, I talked about her in the previous podcast of probably around this time, um, in 2019, early 2020. Um, she said, oh yes, I want to say something. And she said, this is Janae. And she said, Stephanie J. Hi, I've been listening to your podcast for the last few weeks. And she was just bubbling over. And I said, oh really? And she said, oh my goodness, you just keep me so motivated. And I, oh my goodness. She said, you know, you were talking about this. And she was telling me the various, you know, podcasts that I was, um, saying things she said you were talking about writing the vision and making it plain and not being too late to do the things that you want she said you know I have three small children and I wanted to go back and you know go back to school and get a master's degree and I wanted to do this and do that and she said I enrolled a few weeks ago in this course and she said every single day she said I come home and while I'm cooking their dinner and doing this and preparing for school she said I put your podcast on in the kitchen and I just listened to episode after episode and I said wow that that is so amazing I so appreciate that and she said you don't know how much you encouraged me she said and then there was one episode she said the last time you were on the line Stephanie asked you to sing and I oh she said every single day I listen to that song and my kids are like how much how much how much you gonna listen to that same song mommy she said, and I said, well, what song was that? She said, how excellent is your name? She said, you just inspire, encourage me so much. And now I'm doing this and I'm doing. So it was such a blessing. And then when she finished, um, the lady who facilitates the line, who, you know, birthed the vision many, 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 many years ago, uh, Mother Rosemary. She said, oh, I had trouble pulling up your podcast, but Stephanie's going to pull it up for me. And her daughter sent it to her while we were on the phone. And she said, oh, here it is. Here it is. A brand new day with Stephanie J. She said, but what I did find is your books. And I ordered two of your books. And so I was just listening to all that and saying, you know, that was over two years ago. And that was like the beginning. And here I am two years out. And boy, oh boy, I am being blessed in abundance, because I told God, I said, look, this is your podcast. I'm not doing it about cooking, which I recently, you know, some of the hobbies that I have, things I love to do. I said, my son got me to start doing an impromptu channel and, um, we've recorded, I guess about five different videos that he released on his channel. And I'm supposed to, you know, spring off from there. And I told him, I don't know where I'm going to find the time. I'm busy with my classwork. I am enjoying that. I've been, you know, afforded the opportunity because I've had the laid back, you know, once my son got his tooth pulled, I was, you know, staying home a lot more, especially during the day out of the heat, which we don't mind. And, um, I've, I've had an opportunity to, to get back into a lot of my reading and study. I have a lot of personal, you know, books that I'm reading and, you know, a book my daughter mailed me and some things I had taken from the library and I'm, you know, into my word and I'm being fed and I'm back into listening to my playlist. Uh, I recently restored, restored my Amazon account, which my podcast, and I talked about that on one of the recordings. I said, I got a notice this morning that told me to submit my um, RSS feed to have my podcast on Amazon. So all of this was at the beginning around that time, all through COVID and everything. And I'm just saying, thank you, God. I'm like that one 
leper who turned back out of 10 to say thank you. I'm so happy. I'm so jubilant. I'm so excited about all that God has done. Yes, it has been rocky. It has not been easy. And I'm talking to somebody out there, maybe not everybody, but somebody knows what it's like to feel hopeless. I can remember walking through many seasons when I thought none of these prophecies would come to pass. None of the things that were spoken over my life is like I detoured. I did this and went this way. And I, I thought that some of these things would just never take place. I never thought I would see harvest time. And somebody's feeling like that right now. You feel like you'll never get out of the wilderness, never get out of the desert. You'll never find happiness or peace. Well, I'm talking to you. I'm not talking to everybody. I've told people this and I told them on a prayer line. I'm doing better during COVID than I was before COVID. My finances are far better now than they ever were. When I say God has poured blessing upon blessing, he has surely done as the psalm has said. He said, I'll take the burden from your shoulders and the lean from your pots. He said the wealth of the wicked is stored up for the just. So for those of you that have been faithful as I have, he said, you, if you'll be faithful over a few things, I'll make you rule over many. God had even sent people on my path to tell me things. I, I have these recordings. This is nothing, you know, that I have to think too deeply about because I have tons and tons of recordings. And a lot of them, my husband made CDs for me. Some of them I just taken off of the CDs and I put them on my MP3 player way back when. And I have um, stuff that I've taken and recorded off my phone because I wanted to remember. I needed to hear it sometimes through those deep, dark seasons and those valleys. And people have come to me and said, God said you've been faithful over a few things. God says he's pleased with you. You've been doing the work in his kingdom and God sees the struggle and he's going to bring you through and I held on to those words like Joseph in the pit in the prison somebody needs to hear me today it won't last always I wrote a poem this too shall pass it won't last always you may be going through right now You may be struggling. You may be suffering like me. You may be dealing with stuff. But see, I'm at a place and a point in my life where I made up my mind. I made a decision. I am not letting these things affect me anymore. I'm not letting things hold me down or hold me back. I'm not waiting for anyone anymore. I'm not struggling and stressing over people anymore. I spent the most and the better part of my life caring for people, helping people, so into people, carrying people, supporting everybody else's ministry and buying everybody else's books and CDs and paying people's ways and taking people places and raising babies and all of that. And God finally said to me one day, it is your season. And if it wasn't enough that he sent other people, he began to show me even in the incident with the purse. And I had just said to the devil, I said, no more losing. And I said it on a prayer line. I said, I just told the devil, no more losing. You're not taking anything else from me. And I was so grateful to hear that God did not even allow that situation to go that way. It could have been a total loss. Oh, I remember things that have happened in the past, but 
Not today. My grandma used to say that all the time. She used to mimic a lady. Not today. No, not today. Not tomorrow. Not any other day. The Bible says for the thief comes, but for to kill, steal and destroy. And I told him, I said, no more in my life. And I've been walking that path and I am so blessed and I don't care about what is going on. Hey, I pray and I do as the old folks used to say, I leave it at the altar. I think it's Jessica Reedy that has a song I used to like, uh, leave, put it on the altar. I'm not carrying that weight. I'm not carrying the burdens anymore. I'm not carrying people anymore. Hey, I pray for people and I keep it moving. I love you, but I got to love you from a distance because it's my time. It's my season and I'm no longer willing to put my desires, to put everything for me and about me on the back shelf. There were times when it was necessary to do that. Rearing my children, coming up, you know, being young and married. And it's like everybody else's needs come before yours. And even when I would start stuff, I would put it all. Everything that I do today, the books, the podcasts, you know, all of that, the songs, the music. I had been writing that stuff for 20 plus years, storing stuff away. And it always seemed like the time just wasn't right. But my grandmother told me in 1998, my grams miss her so much. In fact, today would be my brother's 49th birthday. Just remembering that June the 3rd, May 26th, my mother would have been 67. And my brother has been going for 30 years now. He was killed at the age of 19, but yet I'm still standing yet. I'm still going on and talking about looking back. I did not see myself making it through those hard times, making it through those struggles. It seemed like my world was ending and it would never be the same, especially when my brother was killed. That was, if I could say one thing that really, really knocked me off balance as a 21 year old, that really did it. And yet here I am today, my testimony without drugs, without alcohol, without turning to the vices that many people unfortunately do. I can honestly sit here and say that though it wasn't easy, I know Psalm 30 and five, the latter part says weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. I used to say, God, how long? God, when does my morning come? God, how long do I have to endure this? How long do I have to endure the heartache? How long will I have to endure the struggle? How long will I have to put up with this? How long will I take have to take this? How long before you show up? I used to say, God, don't you even care? Don't you even see what's being done? Don't you even see the struggles? Don't you see the wounds? Don't you remember the trauma? Don't you, don't you remember? I used to ask God all these questions and I would cry and cry and cry and cry until I thought I had no more tears, no more water left in the duct. You know how it is when you're, your windshield wiper, you try to wipe it and the fluid is just, I just didn't think I would be able to even create any more tears. I cried so much, but I thank God he allowed me to grieve and healthily process. I didn't turn to medication. I didn't turn to pills. I remember when they gave me, um, the nurse gave me a pill to keep me calm when I got to the hospital and found out that my mother was on her deathbed. I had no knowledge. I don't know what that lady gave me. But I know I didn't feel right. And so I decided I was not going to take anything else. And thank God I didn't because who knows what would have happened after that. But 
I processed my pain. I went through my pain. I felt my pain. I lived through the pain. And on the other side, as we've been told, and sometimes it seems like we'll never get there, there is blessing on the other side of pain. Nobody knows your story or as one of my pastors used to say, nobody knows how long your night has been. I have weeped, weeped, laid out on the floor, cried my eyes out. I have prayed for the very people that have hurt me, very people who have uh, done things that some things I just can't even talk about. But I would lay on my floor. The Bible says vengeance is mine. Say of the Lord, I will repay. So even though there were times I was angry and there were times that I wanted to fight back, I stretch out in my prayer room. I don't care where I live. I always had a special place to go and meet with God. And I'd stay on that floor for hours through the night, sometimes waking up in the morning depressed, not feeling like doing. I said, God, I just got to lay out before you. And I would lay things out before him. These last few seasons, let me tell you, I'm going through, I'm walking through, but I'm getting through things speedier and it's not affecting me the way that it used to. I said, well, Lord, you see it. You got it. <laughs> I'm going to keep it moving. You do what you want to do in this situation. It has nothing to do with me because you said cast my cares on you. So I'm going to go over here and do this. I'm going to go ahead and continue to live my life. I'm going to keep on walking. I'm going to keep on living. And guess what? That's exactly what I'm doing these days. I am living my life. The only thing I'm sad about is that it took me so long to get to this point. There are so many things that I wish I had have listened to. There are so many things that I realize now, had I done this earlier, I would have been a lot happier, a lot earlier. And so I don't know about you. I don't know where you are. And hopefully something that I'm sharing will resonate with you. But I'm so glad that I know Jesus. Let me say that again. I'm so glad that I know Jesus. And I'm so glad that he knows Stephanie. And I'm so glad that he knows my future. I'm so glad that as Isaiah said, he has me etched in the palm of his hands. I'm so glad that nothing can be done to me unless he allows it. Because the Bible says the weapon may form, but it will not prosper. Listen, y'all, as I'm getting ready to close this out, we are living in the last day. We are living in the last times. And it is time for us to do all that we're here to do, all that you desire. And I'm not saying every little thing. I'm not talking about houses and cars and things, but there are many of you like me who desired to see your works published. It wasn't for millions of dollars. It wasn't so I could hit the New York Times bestsellers list. I wanted to see my pain published because I went through a lot to pin those words, to pin those songs. So when I get testimonies like from Janae and other people, um, when I get a, a message to say, you know, you have royalties coming from your books. When I, when I see people put up comments about my podcast or my songs, it's all worth it to me. When I walk and I talk to people on the streets and I share bits and pieces of my life, it's all worth it because it lets me know that none of this is in vain. And so I'm so grateful today. I don't even know what I'm going to title this, but nonetheless, these are just random thoughts that came from me hearing some old recordings two years ago, right smack dab in the midst of COVID. 
and I'm celebrating and I'm rejoicing today, excited about all that God is doing in my life, in the lives of my children and my grandchildren. I'm so excited that he has kept us for such a time as this. And I'm so glad and so grateful to be busy and occupied in this season that I don't have to worry about anything that the enemy is doing. I pray my heart goes out. Those of you that are hurting, that are struggling, that have lost loved ones. I've been there too many times to even want to remember on this day. Today, I'm celebrating the memory of my brother who I miss so much. But just like God kept me, know that he will keep you as well if you want to be kept. You all be blessed.